What's going on everybody, this is Matt Mills and welcome to Delay Game Sports Thank you for tuning in, thank you for those that subscribe, thank you for those that consistently listen Thank you for your comments, thank you for all your support This week, we are going to get right into reviewing week one of the NFL And we will briefly touch on uh, Thursday night football But I think a lot happened week one that has to be addressed So without going any further, please remember to subscribe. Please remember to hit the notification bell. Make sure you continue to support everything that we do. And we're going to try to get through all of week one without holding you too long. So we did have a lot of games and some of them we will speak more in detail with. But we are going to address some of the scores that happened. Of course, the Saints came back and beat the Falcons 27 to 26. And shout out to the Saints. I think both teams play hard. Both teams looked well. I think I'm glad that Jameis Winston is healthy and back to playing good football. Um, I'm a little shocked at the performance of Alvin Kamara, but they did say something about an injury. But I think that the Saints-Tampa Bay matchup is going to be great. Um, Just to jump ahead a little bit about how I feel about Tampa Bay. But regardless, this was a good game. I had Cordero Patterson on my fantasy team, so I was super excited that he actually was used. We'll see how the offense looks going forward with all the injuries at the running back position, how consistent Marcus Mariota can be. I think that's something that time will tell about. The Browns were able to beat the Panthers, um, which is surprising because given who their quarterback is for the Browns, I didn't think they would win a game. But I, I truly think the Panthers let one get away. Hopefully we'll have to keep an eye on things to see how Christian McCaffrey is used going forward. And just to to see who's the wide receiver one, because Robbie Anderson got a lot of a lot of receptions, and DJ Moore didn't really dominate the way we thought he would have. So it'll be interesting to see how this offense is moving forward, how competitive and consistent they can be. Can Baker Mayfield take the next step and be consistent and effective in this offense? Uh, looking forward, of course, we got the Colts and the Texas tying, which was. A surprise at that I thought the Colts would be able to pull away without a problem with Matt Ryan. Apparently, the Texans are a tougher team than is displayed, but I will give them credit for playing a good game. I think the Texans won't be an easy win this year. So, time will tell. The Colts, I don't know. I think Matt Ryan, maybe he just needed a warm-up game. I do want to give a brief caveat that I think a lot of these games this week were very sloppy. That the teams came out very rusty. And it just seemed like they needed some time to get their legs under them. So maybe this is part of it. And time will tell, you know, given week two or week three, if they could shake the cobwebs off, get adjusted to the new teams. Because I think if you watch most of the games across the board, there was a struggle. There was some rusty play and just sloppy play across week one. The Patriots did lose to the Dolphins 20-7. to I think the Dolphins look pretty good. The Patriots... All the rumors that we heard off, off the offseason about the Patriots and their offense appear to be true. They seem like they were struggling. Um, I did see something about an injury to Mac Jones that I hope hopefully won't last too long. But time will tell on that also. Of course, the Ravens beat the Jets 24-9. Lamar Jackson did a good job passing, got, getting all his receivers involved, and didn't do too much with the running. So I think that's something to keep an eye on, especially with his contract situation. Do we notice a difference in his style of play this year, possibly trying to avoid injuries? So who knows? Um, Not sure, but 
like I said, time will tell. We'll see what happens. The Jaguars did lose to the Commanders, and I will say that the Commanders did look good. They looked like they were clicking on all cylinders. The receivers were well involved. It was nice to see Curtis Samuel back on the field. It was nice to see Antonio Gibson being used effectively. Most people wanted him to be used. It sucks for me because I didn't keep him on my fantasy team, given that I didn't think he was going to be the starting running back. But, you know, certain circumstances happened. Um, So we'll see how that goes. We'll see how the rest of the season goes. I do have to give a shout-out to the Giants for beating the Titans. I definitely thought the Titans would be a good team this year. They didn't show me much week one. The Giants showed me some fight. I am really glad to to see Saquon Barkley back. And it's not even the fact that I'm a Giants fan, but sometimes when you see someone who just seemed to can't get back on the field, you want them to get back on the field. He had a really great rookie season and then has not been able to get back on the field consistently, which has to hurt for someone, you know, for any athlete that invests that much time in something like their career. So I definitely was pushing for him and happy that he was able to come back like he never left. So I do want to acknowledge him and give them a shout-out. I do want to shout-out this shootout, the Raiders versus the Chargers. Devontae Adams and his targets and his production was crazy. Um, so I'm glad the Chargers were able to win the game. The Raiders always play hard, and I think they will be tougher competition given the level of talent that they have, but they do need to learn how to close games. I think that's going to be the biggest thing we've seen from these Raiders. I think they were able to close some games last year, but for them to be as competitive as as they desire, they need to take that next step uh, to do so. Next up, we got the Chiefs versus the Cardinals, which the Chiefs won 44-21. And I am truly disappointed in the Cardinals because I anticipated them to be a better team this year. And I don't feel like they are, given from what I saw. So, they just played rough. Now, you could say it's because DeAndre's out, maybe. But Kyler Murray did not look good. Um... And like I said, everybody looked a little sloppy, but this it just didn't feel right. The parts of the game that I saw did not feel right. I didn't feel the right energy, the right vibes, and the right effort from the Cardinals. Time will tell, and it's not the time for them not to be able to put things together because they are known they are known for falling apart late, which I heard <laughs> I heard an announcer make that joke that the Cardinals can't afford to lose games early because of how they fall apart. So that definitely is funny, but I don't I don't know. I expected a fun shootout and somehow they got blown out. So I don't I don't know how I feel about it. I guess I guess we'll see what happens. We have the 49ers and the Bears, which I I would say is a mess of a game. And I'm gonna lead this. I'm gonna lead this by saying we need to give Trey Lance a break. This is probably the second game I think Trey Lance started, and it was in a very messy game in which one of the best tight ends, George Kittle, did not play, and then he lost Elijah Mitchell. Now, I'm not saying he played great. I'm saying he played okay. And this is coming from a person that's biased because he's on my fantasy team, so I have a reason to be harsh. I think he played okay. 
I think he was in a rough situation. I think he was in a messy situation. And you can say, well, Justin Fields played great. Justin Fields also started a whole season. So I, I don't think it's a fair comparison. I think that we we should give Trey Lance, we should afford him a little more time. Give him some games to get comfortable with the actual game without having to deal with that that type of extreme element that occurred on Sunday. I think he deserves not a pass, but I just give him some space to grow. The game was with the parts I saw was very entertaining. I was frustrated Cole Komet was not involved in the offense, what I don't understand because he was a popular target for him last year. So for him to not to have any catches was weird. Darnell Mooney didn't even have a great game. So it, it definitely was a game for the others. So take what you will from that. But it was an entertaining game. I think both teams play hard. I'm glad Justin Fields started off on a positive note because I also think he gets a lot of heat. So I was glad that he was able to get a nice win under his belt moving forward, and I hope that he can carry the momentum. We do have to talk about also these Vikings, the Vikings versus the Packers game. Great times. I, if, if anybody who consistently watches me and follows me knows that I've been preaching Justin Jefferson for a minute. Uh, if you're a fantasy football player, you need to go all in on Justin Jefferson. I have been saying we're looking for the next Cooper Cup where I just want Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson has been dominant the first two week, two years of his career. And I don't think this year is going to be any different, especially since they're implementing a, 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 a version of the Rams offense. I think Justin Jefferson will dominate. And come to find out, week one, he decided to dominate. He decided to validate everything that I have been saying to people about this man. He went off. It wasn't even fair what he did to the Packers. The Packers couldn't get it together. The wide receivers who were young, uh, some of them didn't even show up. Sammy Watkins isn't young by any stretch of the word, but he did not show up. And I'm not going to say why is he still in the league. He didn't show up. Um... We did see some some participation from A.J. Dillon. Aaron Jones didn't even have the greatest game. Um, On the Vikings side, we do have Dalvin Cook. He did make it to 90 yards. And he had 18 yards receiving. That's not bad at all. But the the highlight of this game is the person I've been telling everybody about. Justin Jefferson with nine receptions, 184 yards, two touchdowns off of 11 targets. I've been preaching that I think this is going to be the year Justin Jefferson dominates. And people, for some reason, might have jumped on the bandwagon. But, you know, I've talked to some people in the fantasy community. It was like, all right, I get it. He's not the one I'm going for. If this week one wasn't any sign to you about how he's going to be utilized, I don't know what to tell you. I think Justin Jefferson possibly can become the offensive player of the year. MVP might be a stretch. But I think he, he could be the offensive player of the year. I think that he will dominate his position, and I think it'll be a coming-out party. For a player that's already had two great seasons in the league, he's going to have a coming-out party. So, I just had to give that Bruce spill and just pat myself on the back that Justin Jefferson came out with a bang. I do have to, you know, mention a little local news. Got to mention the Eagles versus the Lions. They almost gave the game away. But I'm glad the Eagles were able to win. 
I think they showcased a lot of talent and and shout out to to Jalen Hurts. You know, I heard a lot of people trying to say he didn't have a passing touchdown. What kind of quarter? Hey, he played a good game. I don't think he he didn't really have any turnovers. He passed the ball well because A.J. Brown had an amazing game. So I I don't want to hear. He's an unorthodox player. We've embraced that. He played a great game. The running game was on point. A.J. Brown was getting comfortable. Now, I don't like the fact that Devonta Smith didn't have any catches. And I think he's too talented not to be more involved in the offense. And I hope that's something going forward that they will try to get him integrated quickly. If anything, you might need to get him going before you get Devonta, um, A.J. Brown going, to be honest. Maybe just the first out of, out of the first drive, just just get him a nice screen pass to get him going. Like I, I I don't think it should be an afterthought. I think he should be involved pretty quickly. But outside of that, I mean, I, the the defense could be a little concerning, but we'll see what happens. Um, that's why I said week one was interesting because I think the Lions are actually a better team. Then people gave him credit for it. I mean, my brother-in-law has been preaching that. I mean, I think they're pretty good, but he's been preaching how good they are. So time will tell if the Eagles' defense is that bad in the sense of letting them back in it, where they paying a lot of prevent. I, th- I think week two will be very helpful to show us what we're actually getting from both of those teams. But I like the new-look Eagles offense, and I'm going to stick with the positives. You know, um, the Lions offense will will remain to be seen in the sense of um, DeAndre Swift might be hurt. They're talking about Williams getting, you know, possibly more carries in and signed a running back off the practice squad. So I'm not – it's the running back room. I'm not super concerned about the wide receivers. I think once they get their rookie Williams back, you know, it might complicate things, but I think it, it can't do anything but add a strength. The running back position, I think, is the one that's going to be interesting to see what happens. So it's something you should keep an eye on for week two. And before we go any further, I know I didn't talk about Thursday night, and I kind of wanted to save a few of these games for last. So the Rams got destroyed Thursday night. It wasn't even close. It wasn't even fair. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. They they got destroyed. They It was embarrassing. Outside of Cooper Cup, there are not many people that can be proud of that game. That's how bad it was. The Bills came out like the champs should have. The Bills came out hungry. The Bills came out ready. The Bills wanted to make a statement that, hey, we coming for the chip this year. We wanted it last year. It didn't work out. We're coming for it this year. So, to me, they came out like they wanted, they were ready to play this year. And I really initially said that I thought the Rams just played sloppy and just ugly football. And the more I think about the game, I think they were just overmatched. I think the Bills' defense is legit. The Bills' offense is legit. Stephon Diggs is Stephon Diggs, I think. Allen is angry. I think Gabe Davis is ready to take the next step. 
I think Isaiah McKenzie is talented. And, of course, that slot position is just going to be dominant as well. I think you can't sleep on their tight end. I think the Bills are ready. The Rams look like they might be in a little trouble. Um, their defense, just does, it's still good, just doesn't look the same. Um, I think the running back position will be interesting going forward to watch because I don't think Cam Akers is ready, so we might get more Daryl Henderson. If you're a fantasy owner, I would be scared of Allen Robinson. You have no choice to hold on to him. If you can find a way to trade him or bundle him, I would trade him. I think he'll end up being okay. You don't want to risk the weight because from what I saw, it's not even the fact that Allen Robinson was just having a bad game. He wasn't included in the game. And if there's one thing I've learned in recent memory doing fantasy football and just kind of paying attention to football, having a bad game and then not being involved in the game are two different things. You can have a bad game, and I'm not saying it's okay, but if you get eight targets and you come away with two or three catches, it's just not clicking for you, it's not going well, that happens. But for you to barely get targeted, that's alarming. Now, maybe they'll make a conscious effort to find ways to include Allen Robinson going forward. But to me, that means there's not a great or much of a connection currently between Allen Robinson and Matthew Stafford. Take that for what you will, but that is interesting that you don't have a great Relationship or connection on the football field. I won't say relationship. A great connection on the football field with your second wide receiver. So maybe this will change when Van Jefferson comes back. They've had a rapport. He was there last year. I don't know. But I don't think the Rams should be favored. I don't even know if I would say the Rams should be favored to win their division. But we'll see what happens. I think the Bills are legit, and I, I wanted to make sure I took the time to say that I think the Bills are legit, and I think the Bills going forward should be a team that we should be watching because they will do damage. We also do have to get into this Monday night game, this Broncos-Seahawks game, a game that saw a 64-yard field goal attempted for some reason or another. A game that I personally thought the Broncos were going to go in and win without a problem. A game that I thought I was being thoughtful when I thought, you know, the Broncos would win by three or four. At least. I watched the game. I I watched the first drive. You know, I'm like, oh, the Broncos might even get a turnover. They might even score off a turnover. Me and my friend were talking about this. And the Seahawks go on the field, and Geno Smith... Goes boom, 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 and it's a touchdown. And I thought Denver was supposed to have a really good uh, defense this year. And I thought there is no way that a Geno Smith-led offense would win this game. I thought maybe they would be competitive, but there is no way that they will go. I don't care if it's at home, away, or overseas, that they were going to win this game. And when I tell you they made Geno Smith look like he's been starting for years in this league. 
They made Geno Smith look like he has a chance at being a pro bowler this year with the way he was leading the offense in the first in the first half. I couldn't believe my eyes watching Geno Smith have a perfect completion percentage for most of the first half. The Seahawks were moving the ball. The Seahawks' defense was aggressive. They were getting stops. And I had to watch Russell Wilson not target his wide receivers for most of the game. Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy didn't even have to look for the ball because he wasn't throwing it to them. But for some reason, he fell in love with all four of his tight ends or how many was on the team. That's all he was throwing to his tight ends. He was throwing to tight ends I never even heard of. Because we researched the, the tight ends on the team. We were talking about who we should draft. He was throwing to people that I'd never seen, and they were making acrobatic catches because he couldn't throw accurately. I don't know what was happening. And maybe it was just the pressure or the, the going back to Seattle. He did not look good. The team did not look good. And then on top of that, on fourth and five. His coach said, I'm going for a 64-yard field goal instead of you getting the five yards, which also doesn't make sense to me. This football game was ridiculous. I was happy Seattle won. They played harder. They wanted it more. And I'm a Russell Wilson fan. He didn't want it more. Not that night. He didn't. Now, I don't know if he was just in his head. I don't know what happened. That team did not want it more. And that's crazy to say that about a team that we all picked. A lot of people said they were Super Bowl favorites. Oh, they probably will win the division. Like we forgot Kansas City was there. Like we forgot the LA Chargers was there. This team need this team need time. They need to play together a little more. I got to see something else before I, I say that about them. So, we'll see what happens. Um, and we're going to take some time to also... We have a few more games to talk about that I think need to be talked about in depth. I think that, by the way, just to jump ahead a little bit, this Thursday night game will probably be really good and be a shootout. We will talk about that more, um, but I, stay tuned for the Chiefs versus Chargers game. I think that's going to be an exciting game. 